Hello, honeys. How are you? Welcome to a Tuesday up in Nash Butte. This is a solo app. I hope everybody enjoyed my conversation with Edwin. But you know what? Now we're rocking it solo. Jackie J's on the mic. She's alone. I have a few things to discuss with y'all. I'm going to get the beauty stuff uh, out at the top. As y'all have probably figured out, these Tuesday apps, they're a little bit more like lifestyle, I would say. They're a little more like bloggy, journaly, as opposed to just straight up beauty talk. So we're going to talk beauty at the top, and then I'm going to get into like just some personal stuff, my move I just went through, etc. So the first thing I'm going to tell y'all about is the seed poop thing. <laughs> so if you listen to the episode with Ara Katz, who owns Seed, my favorite probiotic company, a lot of honeys have been checking them out. Thank you for that. If you use code NATCH, once again, you're going to get a discount on your first month, seed.com. But today we are talking about their movement, <laughs> pun intended, honey, that they are doing currently. She talked about it a little bit on Natch Butte, but it's called hashtag give a shit. And basically, seed, we talked about poop a little bit on that episode and how poop can really show you what's going on with your body and your health. So they have decided that they are going to create the world's first and largest poop image database. And they're training an AI to look at your poop and then learn from your poop. And they need your help to do so. So this is what you're going to do if this sounds interesting to you. If you're in the bathroom and you take a poop, you can take a photo of your poop, upload the photo to seed.com poop. It's anonymous. You don't have to fill anything out. It's not like there's going to be a huge billboard in Times Square with your poop and says, hi, this is Jackie Johnson's poop. It's all anonymous. You're literally helping them create this database for this AI that they are training to change the future of gut health. If this sounds intriguing to you, that's what you do. I just had to shout it out because Seed is one of my favorite companies. And, uh, you know, I am my sister and I, I've said before, have sent each other photos of our poops kind of as a joke. And no, I know a lot of you might be like, that's absolutely repulsive. But you know what, honey? If it's not weird, do you do it? Because you're helping. Take a poop, take a photo, upload to c.com slash poop. And then it says share the dare and get others to hashtag give a shit too. Uh, so, you know, that I'll leave that up to you. If you, you obviously don't need to post a photo of your poop, but you can post a message on your social media saying, hey, if you want to show your poop, this is what you're going to do. I had to tell you all about that. Second thing I'm going to tell you all about is... Honey, we are having a dry time here in California. It is the Santa Ana winds, okay? We even had something called the Diablo winds. There are fires, unfortunately. It's really hard out there. I've been having the driest scalp I've ever had in my life. And because I have these hair extensions now, I'm like, I don't know what I should do. I don't know if I should treat my scalp. I'm nervous to put oil on my scalp because I don't want them to affect the bonds of my extensions. While I was moving out, I had a lot of beauty products that I was getting rid of or donating, whatever. I found in my box a product. The company is called Amica. The product is called Reset Exfoliating Jelly Shampoo. And I was very intrigued because, honey, my scalp is dry. And as I said, I was nervous to put oil on it. It says, 
Reset and detoxify your scalp with this weekly treatment. Gentle Shampoo is an easy jelly consistency. It uses pink clay and sea salt to deep clean and purify, rebalance, and soothe sensitive, itchy, or oil scalps. Let me tell you something. My scalp has been so itchy and dry and disgusting. So I said, I'm going to try this. So I washed my hair with it, and guess what? It helped tremendously. So I don't know really anything about this company. I don't even know how much this product costs. Let me Google it real quick, and then then I can tell you and be thorough and not just be a dick. Reset. Okay, here it is. It pops right up. This product is $25, and it's available at Sephora. How exciting. So, yeah, I highly recommend this product if you are having a hard time with your dry-ass scalp, okay? What else? Okay. I got randomly given these amazing... Listen, it's cold and flu season. It's cold and flu season. I work very hard to not get sick. I am extremely neurotic about my health, um, for better or for worse. Like I said, we all get our flu shots. We do our best. I was given one of these lipospheric vitamin C packets. Now, I'm all about the airborne, the emergency, you know, vitamin C, whatever. But the deal with these lipospheric vitamin C packets is apparently liposomal encapsulation technology makes sure that your body actually absorbs the vitamin C. So these little packets claim that if you suck one of these down, you're absorbing way more vitamin C than if you tried to take a vitamin C capsule or, again, an emergency or something. I was given one of these. I swear to God, I felt like He-Man. I was like, oh, my God. And, again, is this placebo? I don't know. I gave one to a friend the other day. She was like, my throat kind of hurts. I'm like, eat one of these. She was like, I'm cured? Um, If you go on Amazon... You can buy a, pa- a box of them for $32.95. Um, how many comes in this box? Does it say on here? 30 packets. So they're about a dollar each. Um, there are, and again, this is Amazon. Do, do your own research. There are people who have written reviews on here that have said, these packets have cured my eyesight. There are people that said, I have had chronic infections. Uh, This has cured them. There are so many claims around these products. And again, I'm not a doctor. But if you're curious, this is something that I think you might want to check out for cold and flu season or for your general health and wellness. They also make uh, several other formulas. They make a vitamin B lipospheric, which I ordered. I have not tried yet, but I was like, honey, I'm a believer. So if we are into this, check them out. Lipospheric vitamin C, 30 packets, 1,000 milligram vitamin C. Um, and they are on Amazon. We know, you know how I feel about Amazon. Use sparingly. However, if you're going to use them, why don't you go to nashby.com, click the episode guide, and purchase them from my link. And then I get a tiny little bit of money, honey. And then we help fight the evilness of Amazon. You might be able to find them somewhere else as well. But easy peasy, Amazon baby. Okay. So those are my beauty items for uh, the app. Now I'm going to talk about my move. I just moved apartments, in case you don't know. And let me tell you something. Moving sucks and is very intense. And um, my heart goes out to all the honeys out there who are going through a move, who have ever moved. Um, my heart is with you. I had honestly forgotten how horrible moving is because I hadn't moved in seven years. But it's a lot. There is a lot going on with a move. I also want to extend that out to people who are cleaning out houses for various reasons. Maybe a family member has passed 
and you have to go in and confront everything in that house and uh, completely disassemble an entire person's life. Because that is what I feel like I was doing with my move. It was really intense. So again, shout out to all the honeys out there who have had to do that. Basically, I, uh, you know, if you've listened to Ashby, you know, this has been a very wild year for me. My entire life was reset and I wasn't going to move. But then I decided that I wanted out of my apartment because there are just memories everywhere in that apartment. Every single item down to the Del Taco packets in the friggin drawer remind me of, you know, my past life, this life now that I'm resetting You know, my marriage started in that apartment. My marriage ended in that apartment. It's been a long seven years. And I'm doing a life reset, honey. I pretty much only kept my two greatest possessions in life, my chooch and my makeup. (laughs) Everything else I said, honey, we're moving on, okay? Um, I, of course, kept my clothes, but I got rid of a lot of them. Speaking of. You know, when Meredith Feynman was here, we were discussing revolving door closet. You know, it's important to get rid of pieces in your wardrobe. And I thought I had cute clothes. And I went to Crossroads, which is a store out here in L.A. I'm pretty sure they're nationwide where you can sell your clothes and then they sell um, secondhand clothes. It's sort of like a thrift store, but they put a lot more thoughtfulness into the fashion and like what's new right now. And you can sell your clothes. I brought them a huge box of clothes. I'm going to be honest. There were pants in there that I bought from Crossroads this year. I thought, oh, they'll be excited to have these jeans back, right? They didn't take anything from me. They took one fucking wrap dress. It's a very humbling experience to walk into Crossroads with all of your clothes that you wear. And have them basically say to you, your clothes are ugly. Nobody wants them. So that was fun. Crossroads, I see you. Okay. But again, you should donate and, uh, you know, cleanse yourself of stuff. But that's one of the most stressful things about starting your whole life over slash moving out of your space is confronting all of your shit. We in American society collect shit we don't need. And I thought I had a grip on this. I really, truly thought when I was watching, you know, um, Marie Kondo on Netflix, when I would watch these people open their homes up and just dig through cabinets, and you could see the shame on their faces. You know, they were, like, humiliated. Like, why do I have so many coats? Why do I have so many shoes? Why do I have so many whatevers? I would be a little judgmental. I would be like, oh, this person has really gone too far with their crap. I thought I had a grip on this, but you know what? Turns out I did not. Uh, I had a lot of stuff packed away that I had forgotten about. And I designated a whole month uh, to move out of my apartment. I thought October, that's plenty of time. I did end up leaving town two weekends of October. That ate some of my time. They were lovely trips. But I barely got out of there. I didn't know what to do. What do you do? It's sort of like re-entering the dating scene. What app do I go on? Who do I call to, you know, get rid of some of this stuff? I went old school and I started what I, this is what I used to do when I moved back in the day. I decided to post every piece of furniture piece by piece on Craigslist. That's what I thought you should do. That's what I used to do. What a journey. What a journey. I'm telling you, I met so many people through this process, like selling everything you own stick by stick. I met dozens of people, surprisingly and pleasantly, lots of women 
I'm, I was always, when I would get the emails, I was sorting them and I would try to choose female names because, uh, again, you know, I'm a woman's woman and I would like to think my items would go on to a woman and and also, let's be honest, I wanted to feel safe. I mean, that's the sad truth. You know, you're having people come into your house. I feel safer with women. Anyway, this whole process was a real lesson in supply and demand. And again, humility. Because you think you have cute stuff. You think the items you have chosen to put in your home have a value. You set them at what you consider to be reasonable p- price. And then no one responds to the ad. So you lower the price. Then you lower the price. And you basically are just like, you know what? Why don't you buy me some Del Taco and get this shit out of my house? That's when it started happening. You know what I mean? So it was very humbling to watch all of the items I have earned money to purchase to fill up my home sold off for pennies on the dollar. But you know what? It's a lesson, honey. Because furniture, shelves, lamps, do they really even matter? No. Because... I have my chuchi, my body, my mind, my loved ones. Who needs a shaggy area rug, okay? I dumped my rug for literal pennies on the dollar, and I'm upset about it, but I'm trying to release. And I also just want to say, let's talk Craigslist etiquette, okay? For all the people out there, can I just say that there is a special section in hell for people who say they're going to show up and buy your shelves and then don't fucking come? I cleared my schedule. I drove across town. I sat and waited for you. And there were several people who wanted those shelves. I chose you, okay? I chose you. How dare you? How dare you not come? I see you in hell, Martha. Thanks for bailing on my fucking lamp, Martha. And another thing, I said in the ad it's too big for a car. I said in the ad, I said, you're going to need a truck or a van, honey. This rug is too big. And then you show up with your Honda Accord, Frank? It's not going to fit. You wasted my time. You wasted your time. I chose you, Frank. You disappointed me. Read the ad. Be thorough. And another thing I had to come to terms with during this move is that I had bought so many things in my life for the kind of person I wanted to become but never did. I bought a fucking juicer. I said, I'm going to be, I'm going to be the lady that juices. I'm going to make juice every morning. I'm going to say my affirmations. I'm going to do my yoga and I'm going to make juice. Guess what? That fucking juicer sat in my cabinet covered in dust. I never used it once. Not once. You know what I mean? Face reality, babe. I ain't a juice person. Okay? Same with all the baking shit I had. I had a mixer. I had cute little muffin trays that looked like flowers. All this bullshit. I never baked. Not once. This was a recurring theme amongst my discarded items. And there was an intense shame I felt while clearing out these items. Because I'm a cheap ass bitch. I felt wasteful. And I donated them. It felt good to say goodbye and move on, but it was also just confronting the fact that sometimes I would make purchases and not follow through with them, and I'm just sharing this with everybody because I'm assuming some of you have felt the same. So I just wanted to just give you that. Then, okay, so then I thought I was done because, again, I sat in my house and I just assessed. I was like, I don't have that much stuff. This will be easy to move out. I ended up, oh, my gosh, I mean boxes and boxes and items and items moving them down my stairs down my stairs down my stairs it came to the very last day 
I still had two big furniture items that people on Craigslist uh, flaked. They have now been removed. But I had all this extra shit that I had kind of forgotten about. So it's all in my car. As I'm recording this, I have been moved out of my apartment a week. I've been driving around like Jed Clampett with my car full of crap. And I don't know what to do with it. I don't want to carry it up into the new apartment because there's nowhere for it to fucking go. I don't want to donate it because I want it still. I'm having a problem here. If you see me rolling by, say, Jackie, can I have that uh, humidifier? Can I have that giant picture frame? It's all in my car. All three of the ladies listening through the green room right now, come look at my shit. It's in my car right now. I got all kinds of shit. I'm driving around with it like a crazy person. I'm having a hard time. Um, also, I just wanted to say that I moved... M- I had movers come one day and they barely moved anything. They moved my television and my makeup area. That's it. Everything else I physically removed from my apartment myself. Every single thing. This was a two-bedroom apartment. Now... You're probably thinking, Jackie, why didn't you have somebody help you? You know what? I don't ask for help. I'm learning that. It's a, it's, a, it's a thing. But also, I wanted to move it out myself because this was a ceremony for me. I was working through a lot of shit while I was doing this. You know what I mean? So I did this alone. I did have uh, a couple people come in and help me. I just wanted to say shout out to my friend Amy. Amy brought me food and helped me carry shelves out. And can I just say, there's like this little pile uh, right down the street from my apartment where it's sort of like the neighborhood hub for free shit when people move. And I would put my stuff there and it would be gone so quick. And I would feel joy in my heart every time. Like I put my trash. It's like you move out of your apartment and then you go, oh, fuck, I have these trash cans. What do I do with these dirty ass trash cans? I don't need trash cans now. So I put my trash cans out there. Guess what? They're gone. Somebody took them. I'm so happy, you know? One man's trash is another man's treasure. So my trash cans got taken. Everything got taken, and it felt really good. Um, I put this box that said free on it, and it was full of stuff, and it was so satisfying. The next morning, I would drive back, and the box was empty. Somebody took everything. I don't know what they're going to do with it, but you know what, honey? God bless you. Okay? I'm here for this journey. Some of you may know about my Mary statue that I, when I was back on Snapchat a few years ago, somebody put a Mary statue in this spot that I'm talking about, the free shit hub in my neighborhood. And I grabbed the Mary and I put her on my porch and I was like, am I cursed now? I don't know. But it felt very ceremonious to pick up the Mary statue, put it back where I found it three years ago and give it to someone else. And you know what? Somebody snagged it. And I hope whoever got it cherishes that Mary. Okay, let me just say, I moved everything out of my apartment myself, and um, it was ceremonial, and it was a big step for me, and my grieving, my processing, my acceptance of this crazy year that I've had, and um, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna say all this real quick while I'm on it. I understand. I'm a I'm a big part of y'all's life, some of you, and and that's how I feel about my podcast. While I was moving out of my apartment. Literally, like, breaking down the, you know, bed frame of my bed that I shared with my husband. I was listening to Las Culturistas and laughing. I was listening to Throwing Shade. I was listening to my podcasts, and those are my people that I love and have gotten to know. And I know that I am that person for some of you, and that means the world to me. And I know that a lot of you are curious because I haven't explicitly explained what happened in my marriage 
And I totally get that. And I only bring this up because I have Google alerts <laughs> because I'm a narcissist. I'm actually not. Uh, but, you know, you got to know when articles pop up about you. Why not? But anyway, you know, I've seen some interesting comment threads pop up. It's very wild to see uh, strangers discussing your marriage, you know. And because I'm turning 35 soon and um, I'm wise and um, I have some general life experiences that some of you may not have, I'm just going to give you a blanket uh, advice right now. When someone is a victim, when someone has gone through a trauma, when someone has been wronged by someone, when someone is suffering, when someone has spilled soup all over themselves in the elevator and they go to work, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It is 100% their choice to come out and share their story with you. It's very personal. It can be extremely difficult, and it's a very big decision. A lot of people go through something, and they never tell anyone. Some do, and they are very brave, but it is a very personal decision, one that every person has to make for themselves if and when it is right for them. In regards to my marriage, I am simply not ready yet. Please try to understand that. If you have gone through a trauma, then I know that you understand. I know that you do. And if you haven't, I get it. Because you know what? There were certain points in my life where I wouldn't get it either. You know? You don't have to get it. I don't have to share. And when I'm ready, y'all will be the first to know. So isn't that exciting? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Real quick, I want to just shout out a few people who will never hear this. I sold my TV to a girl named Ina. I sold my dining room chairs to a girl named Lillian. I sold my dresser to a girl named Esty. I sold my rug to a girl named Savannah. I sold my lamps and nightshades to Ami. I sold my living room lamp to Rachel. She showed up. She actually showed up. And then I stopped making lists because I got too busy. But for a while, I was making lists of every single person because I want to remember them. They were all... In certain stages of, the, of their lives, you know, Lillian was moving with her boyfriend and I had pink dining room chairs and she was like, I don't know if he's going to like the pink. I said, you know what, if you don't like the pink, keep walking, honey. Okay, this is part of who you are. And then she texted me later and said, he loves them. So, you know, little human connections that you can make um, from Craigslist, from moving. That was a big, important part of my healing as well. Okay, for most of October, I had been eating pretty much exclusively fast food, which is very unlike me, but it was hard because, you know... I had moved all my kitchen stuff and I didn't want to cook and I had to eat quick and keep moving. You know, I was in my apartment all day sorting shit, throwing stuff out. And I would just go, I need food to survive. I was eating Impossible Burgers from Burger King, Taco Bell and Del Taco. That's all I was eating. It was a mo- it was really hard and I do not recommend this to anyone. I was being a garbage monster. You know, all the trash, all the items. It was, it was a lot, okay? And then the neuroses of moving and throwing out things. You can't just throw stuff in the trash. I don't know if y'all know this. Hazardous items cannot be thrown in the trash. You have to dispose of things properly. I was Googling, where do I throw this away? Where do I, I drove all over the goddamn Metroplex throwing out nail polish, throwing out Scotch Guard. It's like, why the fuck do I even own Scotch Guard? But there is, it's set all over the bottle. Do not throw this away. Do not! That's all I need to start a fucking fire from me being lazy moving out. You know what I mean? So I was a mess. This whole month was a fucking mess for me. And one of the hardest things was um, my storage unit that I was, uh, that was on my patio. You know, I opened up my storage unit and um, 
I had boxes of my wedding stuff. And what do you do with your wedding shit when a marriage ends? Because I I don't know. Um, I don't really want them in my new home. Um, I'm not ready to throw them in the trash. I don't want to get rid... Because, you know, the marriage didn't work out, but there are beautiful photos of my family and my chooch. And, you know, I looked pretty fucking good, if I'm being honest. I didn't know... Should I throw them out? I don't know. This was a very hard move. Um, There was a day where I cried so hard. I swear to God, it was harder than I cried ever this whole year. Like I, it was just a real release. Um, and it's a very confusing time because I'm very happy right now, but I'm also very sad. And I guess what I'm saying is if you're ever in that situation, I understand how confusing it is and it's okay. Um, when you're very happy and very sad at the same time, you feel very sick to your stomach. Much like you've been eating nothing but Del Taco for a month. <laughs> Which I was also doing, so it was a very hard month, okay? Um, the last thing I'm going to leave y'all with is... um, Shout out to all the honeys that came to my apartment show. Uh, all 31 of you. It was such a special night. We had so much fun. I got to know so many of you. And it was just such a special moment. Um... You know, like I said, this apartment, so much has happened in that apartment. Um, and it, it just so me, it just means so much to me that I have a fun new memory in that apartment outside of my marriage and everything that happened there that I can like look back on and just truly enjoy and celebrate. So thank you again if you haven't listened to that episode, the Nashville apartment episode with Darcy Carden. My friend Melinda Lee Holm was there as well. And thank you for GT's Kombucha. Can we get a shout out, please? GT's Kombucha. They hooked me up intensely. I mean, I told them I was like, I'm having 30 people in my apartment. They filled my entire refrigerator full of kombucha. I've been drinking them every day since. Every time anybody would come pick up my furniture, I would say, by the way, do you like kombucha? And they would say, yes, of course. And I'd say, GT's. And they'd go, honey, the best kombucha brand there is, of course. And I would give them one. I even sold my microphone. I had a wireless microphone back from my days being the lead singer of my pop punk cover band. Once again, you have to confront your shit. I'm not going to be the lead singer of a band. I think that's just the way it goes, okay? So I sold my microphone. My rock star days are over. And I said, would you like a kombucha? He said, what's that? He didn't know. An older gentleman. I said, do you like ginger? He says, I love ginger. I gave him a ginger aid. He loved it. It changed his life. It changed his life. He is now on the kombucha path. So GTs, you are you create a ripple effect of beauty, gratitude, happiness. Thank you again for GTs. They hooked up the honeys and me uh, with the Natribute Apartment Show and all the kombucha. I'm drinking one right now. I'm drinking the fall, living in gratitude fall edition, honey. So shout out to GTs. They did not pay me. I just said I would tell everybody about them. And I am a kombucha influencer, so... The last thing I'm going to say, I've gotten so many messages from y'all concerned about the hummingbirds. So I was housing some hummingbirds on my porch. There were 10 born on my porch uh, over the course of two years. I was running a hummingbird Airbnb on my porch. I had two feeders. And I'm telling you, I had the hottest watering hole in Silver Lake. I mean, bird yelp, squawk. I had the highest reviews. It was the, the spot to be. 
Um, and now that I'm leaving, I've had so many people say, are you going to leave your hummingbird ne- uh, feeders for the next person? We have to feed the hummingbirds. What's going to happen? This was a very big concern for me. I have definitely lost sleep over this and shed tears over this. So I hear you. My neighbor, I wouldn't say is the most responsible guy. You know, he's in his 20s and he's struggling and I couldn't leave it up to him to do because you have to really be thoughtful with these feeders. You have to clean them out all the time. You have to make the sugar yourself. It's not for the faint of heart. I gave one of my hummingbird feeders to a honey at my apartment show. The other one I gave to Catherine Burns, my best friend, because she has a beautiful yard and um, I'm going to try and monitor them as best I can. But I just will say I was at my apartment yesterday for the very last day to get rid of the very last piece of furniture that no everybody kept flaking on. And I looked out the window. Just outside of my office, there's this big bush with these red flowers all over it. And guess what? Several baby hummies were in there, and they were drinking out of the flowers. And that's when I knew that they were going to be okay without me. Because, honey, we're women. We survive. Okay? We adapt. So if we take that sugar away, they will find another source. And they all were thriving in this bush. So my hummies are fine. They have a beautiful bush. They're going to find sugar elsewhere. I will go visit them. And uh, I just wanted to say the, the hummingbirds are going to be okay. And that was a huge concern for me. And uh, just know that. Okay, that's it. I yelled a lot. I hope y'all enjoyed that. Um, this is a beauty podcast. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. I hope you honeys are having happy holiday seasons. And um, tune in Thursday for an exciting episode of Nash Butte. You deserve to be happy. Yes, you do, honey. Take it from me. And uh, you need to, um, as this bottle of kombucha says, honey, live in gratitude. I'll see y'all Thursday. Cream your neck. Keep your fringe fresh. Stop. A podcast. <clears throat> A podcast network.